Welcome back to Durham Bulls Athletic Park here in Durham, North Carolina. It's Jeff M. back with you. Sounds on deck presented by Pepsi and tonight game five here in Durham for the Sounds. Joined by last night's starter and winner, left-hander Robert Gasser. And, and Robert, last night was a lot of fun. You guys, even the series, I, I feel like while your season, there's been nothing wrong with it. I imagine internally you were looking for an outing that had a little bit more of what last night had. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely. I think there's just, you know, yesterday was a really good day. I went out there, competed pretty well, and, you know, just attacked the zone better than I have in uh, games past, and the results showed for itself. When you say attack the zone, was that like a, a, an additional mentality going in, like a mental reminder, or was it the pitches you were throwing and when you were throwing them that led to attacking? You know, obviously the goal, like, you're always trying to throw strikes, but I think it was more so just like the mentality of like how, you know, early in the counts, how I'm going to get ahead. And, you know, getting ahead is crucial, especially, you know, when you're trying to strike guys out and pitch deep in the game. So I was able to do that a little bit better, especially with the heater and the cutter, um, you know, and then everything else was kind of pretty good. Does the fact that it's game four of a series in that scenario and you've seen them for a few nights tell you much or do you not weigh that too heavily because you're different than the other guys who might have pitched before you? You know, a little bit. You definitely learn something from the games past. You know, these guys like to like to hunt some pitches, so we definitely took that into account and kind of adjusted the plan. You know, always pitch to your strengths, but uh, yeah, there was a definite a way to uh, approach these guys, and I think we executed it pretty well last night. You had a couple walks at the very end, and I know the walk total has been bothering you this year. I feel like your walk total last night is very misleading, maybe to compared to some other outings. Do you feel that way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, that was you know it's something that's been kind of been getting me into some trouble, um, especially not being able to get deep into games. So, uh, you know, once I'm able to cut those down a little bit, you know, hopefully I can pitch deep into games. But, yeah, yesterday, you know, they were – I think three of them were pretty competitive walks and I wasn't upset with. But, you know, obviously you would like to finish the night through seven. But, yeah. you know, Claudio came in and got the job done, so it was no worries. Your usage numbers are always interesting to me just because you have six different pitches that can all be really effective. And last night, the pitch you threw the most was your four-seam fastball, which was 31% of the time. So your six pitches were pretty well distributed. What do you make of that? Or, or when you look at your numbers, what are you wanting to see uh, among the pitches in your arsenal? Truly, I think it's more so the in-zone percentage. You know, how I use them varies game to game, but it's probably going to be pretty pretty split. But, uh, you know, it's just about those, those strikes and, you know, getting first pitch strike. And then, you know, if you're in a 1-1 count, getting the two strikes before you get two balls. I think that's kind of where the arsenal kind of separates itself. Mm -hmm. I'm able to do that with especially, with, you know, all four, five or six pitches. So. Yeah. A really high uh, swing and miss percentage too last night on your curveball especially which I know can be a great weapon for you what about that pitch was effective last night um, I think it was just the intent behind it and just throwing it like yesterday I was really just trying to like give it everything I had you know leave it all out there so I think it just comes with a little bit more intent and just like having an idea when I want to use it and you know how rather than you know using it to steal strikes you know it was kind of like let's put it, everybody away with this pitch so that's what I was able to do Considering you have as many pitches as you do, does Pitchcom help get you on the same page faster with your catcher than, than the old system with signs? In other words, if the clock's winding down and you guys aren't on the same page, you could be in trouble. Yeah, uh, you definitely notice that with runner on second base. You know, if you got to go through a set of signs, and especially when you get so many, it's like you barely have time to shake to one with the clock. So mm -hmm. the Pitchcom definitely helps the runners on just being able to like kind of get the pitch while I'm still like getting ready instead of like having to be locked in on the catcher and get the signs and then you know process it and then go so yeah the pitch calm definitely helps but uh you know I was actually we were on a really good really good page yesterday with Ajax I think he yeah. did a great job I don't know if I 
shook off more than once maybe 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 that yeah. so you know he did a really good job back there we know that stolen bases are up around the game with the the limitations on pitchers for disengagements but you're a lefty and usually guys are going to go on first movement against a lefty anyway do you feel like those rules make a difference for you as a lefty or not really so much not a ton. I mean, there's been points when I'm pitched, you know, where I'm kind of focused on runners. But lately, I've truly, I've just been trusting the catchers. We got a lot of good arms back there. So as long as I'm quick to the plate, you know, it doesn't matter first move. Like, yeah. I trust in our guys to, you know, throw them out a second. You know, last year, there was a lot written about it. The hater trade, you go from high A to double A, and then you end at triple A. There, there was just a lot going on, at least from perception from the outside looking in. Does this year feel a lot different for you back in a familiar spot, a spring with the Brewers that you'd never had before? Where do you feel like things are at relative to 2020 when there was a lot happening? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel a lot more comfortable. You know, over the past, I don't know, seven or eight years, I've been bouncing around different organizations, different schools. So, you know, I've, I've kind of experienced like having to adjust to a new environment, but it definitely feels good coming back to a place and kind of, you know, feeling comfortable, especially with the staff and just some of the, you know, teams around the league. Uh, yeah, I feel really comfortable here, you know, just hoping the, the next couple of months that it kind of tightens up a little bit. And, you know, midseason form's coming, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm throwing the ball a little better. Yeah. It was fun to watch last night. Keep it going. Thanks. Appreciate it, Jeff. All right, left-hander Robert Gasser. This has been Sounds on Deck presented by Pepsi. Stay tuned. The lineups and first pitch are coming up next.